This is because I want to. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is because I want to. It is. My name's Lindsay. And I'm Sarah. And we're back to talk to you about whatever we want to, because that, that's what we talk about. Yes. <laughs> And I'm so, really excited that we're talking about aliens. I took notes. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I have like a list of <laughs> things I want to talk about because I have thoughts on this topic. Thoughts. Ooh. So how has life been since your stuff has arrived? So I've been living in my empty house for almost a month and my stuff is finally delivered yesterday. So I'm really excited. Oh, that would be exciting. I can't believe you haven't been having coffee. No. No coffee. That's, like, that's <laughs> horrifying to me, like completely horrifying to me. And I've been going through all my boxes looking for my coffee maker. I've yet to find it. That's worrisome. But I was Maybe that's the universe telling you to get a new coffee maker. Maybe. I was thinking today I'm really excited to just make like scrambled eggs. Oh, that will be exciting. Eggs, man. Mm. <laughs> I just, I think I'm going to Eggs ha- might be my favorite. <laughs> I'm going to have a pan and a spatula and be able to cook. You have way more patience than I do. Yeah, well, I did not think it would take this long, but I slept in a bed last night for the first time oh. in many weeks. What have you been sleeping on? An air mattress. Okay. At least you weren't on, like, the floor. No. So I slept in my bed, but I also had nightmares all night, so I don't know why, what that's about. <laughs> it's like a change, a change. I went through, like, a week where I just had nightmares straight, like, last week. Ugh. So, I don't know. Maybe it's, like, hormonal. It could be. And I also wonder, I told you that um, the previous owner apparently, like, died in my house. and Yeah, I don't like that. I don't, I didn't ask how... But I feel like Bean has been kind of weird in the master bedroom, and that's where I slept last night. So I just hope I'm not, um, I don't know, taking in any weird energy. (laughs) Maybe just, you know, recognize the ghost and, you know, be like, cool, hey, here to do, be be friendly. Hey, Rumi. (laughs) (laughs) What up? (laughs) I hate, like, having nightmares because you just wake up and you feel tired yeah it's it's one of those things where i'm like what part of evolution made this necessary for our brains to torture us in this like required state (laughs) yeah it sucks well i don't know what's new with you uh just got back from lowe's bought me some more plants (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) i have a problem like seriously like i rearranged a couple things and i was like you know what i have room for now more plants yeah that's exciting plants are very everyone's all about plants right now i love them they bring me such joy although my poor fiddly fig fergus he (laughs) keeps dropping leaves i don't know what to do for him i'm like do you need more sun do you need what do you need uh so right now he has a uv light on him because i feel like he's not getting enough sun and i think he needs to be repotted and i think i might take him to work because my classroom at work has a lot of light like almost too much light so that'd be nice to have him in your classroom oh yeah I have a lot of plants in my classroom 
Yeah, I think any plants I have have to be very resilient and mm-hmm. able to take neglect because I just kind of forget about them for a while. Same, like my poor pothos plants that I forgot to water and I had like a mini meltdown that I'd killed them. They look great now, by the way. <laughs> Lots of thing is they tend to come back okay. I have a peace lily and a dwarf umbrella tree that have been through a lot. Oh, I love my dwarf umbrella tree. Although it's like three separate ones and I definitely killed one of them and had to take it out of the pot. Me too. The other two look good. Same. Uh, Poor, poor plants. Two out of three is pretty good though, I think. I would agree. I would agree. I've also been (laughs) looking up what it, I'm just like really wondering at my pastimes these days, but uh, I've been looking up how to start your own political party Mm. and I come to like, I've always had like a like cursory understanding of what a political party is, but really what it comes down to is just money mm-hmm. and like money donations. And that might be the thing I hate the most about politics is how money is wrapped up in it. Yeah. So I don't know. I think money and followers and you've got yourself a party. Well, you have to for a national party. I looked it up. You have to basically be a state party first and essentially have to prove influence before you can be declared a national party. So mm. I don't know. I feel like I could amass the youth on TikTok <laughs> under my platform of scapitalism, <laughs> which still forming. <laughs> uh, and we can become our own party where we don't accept donations. I was thinking like, oh, we'll only accept individual donations but that's very tea party to me and i don't like the tea party so i don't know it's still in its infancy i've been thinking about it a lot i think that's a big problem with politics is in order to get anywhere you just have to have so much money so it only an elite Mm -hmm. group of people gets very far did you know that to campaign for president it used to be that you could only do it for six weeks that would be so refreshing right six weeks i feel like we we hear campaigning for a year at least and this was in a time where like i need to stop saying like i'm sorry everyone i don't know where i say it a lot um <laughs> but this was in a time where it took forever to get the news and they still only did it for six weeks what are we doing campaigning for like three years for a four-year term so stupid <laughs> i know well and you mentioned scapitalism which i don't know that we talked about last time so what's scapitalism <laughs> Oh, so I haven't discussed this. So I've been thinking a lot about economic policy and how I don't understand that much about it. So I've been doing my <laughs> research uh, to the like people have really been putting up with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, basically, which we have this to some degree in the United States, like this isn't a new thing, but I think we should take capitalism and socialism and smash them together because they both have their merits, both have their downfalls. Maybe we should smash them together and make a new thing. I don't like this idea of bouncing back and forth between ideas we already have. Let's make a new thing. We don't have to call it scapitalism. That's just my placeholder. I did order some books, (laughs) really fallen down a hole, about (laughs) socialism, communism, liberalism, conservatism, and I'm actually going to read them. And I'm going to yell at people with my facts. (laughs) Just scream (laughs) facts at people. People love that. (laughs) (laughs) oh dear i get what you're saying though i feel like um 
I don't know. I'm so over our system and I like the sound of scapitalism. <laughs> I think it's snappy. Right? I think it's like, I'm not angry at private ownership. I'm not mad at it. Like if I wanted to own a bookstore, I'd still like to be able to do that. But do I think there needs to be some updates and maybe <laughs> talk about how do we take care of, I'm, I think the thing about social socialism and like social liberalism, whatever is, I really like the idea of like taking care of each other and being part of something bigger, which I don't think we have in the United States in a good way. No. We don't have that sense of community and doing things for the right of the community versus the individual. There's too much emphasis on the individual. It's very much like everyone's out for themselves. And if you are, you know, don't have some kind of like advantage, then fuck you, figure it out. (laughs) Exactly. So I've been struggling a lot with that. I've been daydreaming a lot about what I would do if I was president. It's been a, it's been a time. (laughs) Well, I feel like I would vote for you. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Thanks. Not old enough yet. We're very um, liberal. Just I am very liberal. FYI. As it turns out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So anyway, aliens. Aliens. Should I read my first question? Sure. Are they real? I think probably. I'm like an emphatic yes. Uh huh. Like so, there is no doubt in my mind it's a thing. So why do you think we don't have any official evidence of aliens? Okay, so here secondary thing. <laughs> I think they're real, but I because it would be the height of hubris to say in an infinite universe there is no other life. Um, because wow, but. Do I think if you are a life form that has the ability to travel through space and things, why would you visit us? Like, Mm -hmm. we're boring. I'm sure there's more exciting things to visit. So, or if there is evidence, it's not being shared with us, which Mm -hmm. I can also see. Yeah. Um, I wanted to bring up, I was reading and watching videos about the Fermi Paradox which, what is that? So it's basically. Oh wait, I think I know what this is. Yeah, but sure. We'll it's see. basically, we'll from my understanding, says that Earth is really young, the universe is really mm-hmm. old, interstellar space travel is theoretically a thing that we should be able to accomplish. So mm-hmm. if there are other alien civilizations that are older than us, we should know about them. They should have figured it out already. Okay. Okay. Like we should have like evidence. Yeah, they should have visited us or we should have evidence of them, something. So here's my thing. What if there are so many aliens and it's so prevalent? What if we're on the edge of what is that space? So maybe there's a part of the universe that's very heavily populated and there's lots of alien populations. What if we're just on the edge of that? Mm-hmm. They haven't gotten to us yet. Like they haven't reached us quite yet. Yeah, or maybe they did a long time ago and the evidence is lost. Yeah, that's one theory is that they have visited us and either, you know how people will say in like hieroglyphics or whatever, they Mm -hmm. see UFOs, either it happened a long time ago or it's being kept a secret from us by our governments. Which I could see. People would freak out. Although, 2020, they released that UFO footage. Mm -hmm. No one cared. Everyone's (laughs) just like... 
cool. <laughs> I know. Like, that wasn't a big deal. But I think it also came out when COVID was really picking up. So yeah, was which, that calculated? I, think, I don't know. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was supposed to be a distraction. Much like all this TikTok drama. What? Oh, with, yeah, China and TikTok being banned and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So follow-up question. And I think about this a lot. And when I really fall down this hole, <laughs> it really messes with me. Okay. So on Earth, we have this concept of what life is, right? Uh-huh. Carbon-based life form looks a certain way, does a certain thing. And that's how we know it's alive because we've evolved on this planet based on those factors, whatever. But on another planet, if you evolve from another element, maybe even an element we don't know about, would that version of life look like our version of life? And if they did visit, would we even be able to perceive it? In movies and TV shows, aliens look a lot like us. They're very humanoid. And maybe they'll have like Mm -hmm. a third eye or like tentacles, but Mm -hmm. they're very kind of recognizable. And we think they'll be able to communicate with us even though we can't even communicate with all of our own carbon-based life forms right like we can't communicate i mean kind of with a dolphin but that's like the smartest thing probably on our planet but we can't really meaningfully communicate with it yeah like i can't talk to a grasshopper i can't talk to a snake so why would i be able to communicate with an alien especially an alien that's probably light years ahead of me in evolution and probably communicates like telepathically or really confusingly like the at like the aliens in arrival yeah that's why i loved how and we talked about that movie last week too i love that movie (laughs) Um, i love that movie yeah i liked how that movie was just all about linguistics and figuring out how to communicate and if you can't communicate it's war And if you Mm -hmm. can, then you can cooperate with each other. Communicating with an alien would be, like, super complicated. And what if they don't, like, I just very much doubt we'd be able to. That's why I've read things online where it's like, if you ever do meet an alien. I've read those, too. And, like, (laughs) the things it says you should explain right away, like, the kind of math we use, that it's, like, base 10 and things like that. Yeah, it says to start with math, and I've also seen one where it basically says to draw a diagram of the solar system, and we're on Earth, the third planet from the sun, and like all that kind of stuff. I feel like an alien would know that. Yeah, maybe it's just to kind of like start the dialogue, though, and show that we're smart-ish. I guess. I don't know. (laughs) So there's also the question of would aliens look like us if... Like, are we just, if you're from a carbon-based planet, is the way we look just the way evolution goes? Is that just how it is? Mm-hmm. Um, do you, did you ever read A Wrinkle in Time? A long time ago. I really liked the aliens in that book because they were kind of like blobbish, and mm-hmm. they didn't have eyes, and they didn't have mouths, and they kind of would touch you with their arm-like appendage and you could just feel what they're feeling I think is how it worked interesting I mean think of how different things that evolve in caves look and that's still just on our planet or like something on an island goes all wonky yeah and we think things that you know 
evolving caves or like deep under the ocean look really scary. Yeah. So because they're not what we're used to. I think about that a lot. Like you could have an alien next to you and just not be able to perceive it. Yes. What if the alien lives in like UV lights? Yeah. Or like another <laughs> freaking dimension. Like you just wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Or it could just be like a blob of jelly and you just are like, don't even recognize it when you see it. <laughs> Look at you that. Know? Look at that snot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, ew. You wipe it off yourself. You know what that makes me think of? <laughs> Did you ever see the Power Rangers movie? Uh, no. Oh my gosh. So the bad guy in the OG Power Rangers movie was, he was an alien, I guess, or he was some prehistoric creature, but his name was Ivan Ooze. And he, <laughs> he would make these blobs of purple goo and they'd become yeah. like people. <laughs> see, I think if we were to see an alien, we either wouldn't really see it or we'd think it was really gross and try to like shoot it or something. That's how humans are. A hundred percent agree. It would not go well. It wouldn't go well. Much like it almost did in Arrival. <laughs> <laughs> this is really the Arrival podcast where we just talk about our love of the movie Arrival. If you haven't seen lenses. that movie, it's so good. It really is. That movie is heartbreaking in a way. Because to give a summation, it's a movie where aliens land in several locations on Earth. And it's all about trying to communicate with them. But in the end, it really, it's not even a movie about aliens. Aliens are just mm-hmm. the backdrop for this other thing. And that other thing is so sad. (laughs) It's just, Mm -hmm. it's heartbreaking in such a unique way that I hadn't really experienced before where it kind of took my breath away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all about like free will and choice and fate. And Mm -hmm. yeah, that's exactly true. The aliens are, it's not about aliens. It's about um, humans and the choices we make. Mm -hmm. Like aliens are just a backdrop to the situation. Mm -hmm. On that note, what's your favorite depiction of aliens in media outside of Arrival? I thought you might ask this question. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know. Outside of Arrival, I already mentioned A Wrinkle in Time. Um, I don't know. What's your answer? Oh, man. Okay. So on the kitschy side of things, there I just enjoy it. I really like Independence Day. I think it's a delight, mm-hmm. a happy ride. I like Will Smith. I like <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Independence Day 2 was yeah. trash, such utter trash. But the first one was delightful. And I also really like <laughs> both iterations of Roswell. I love them. Mm. I love them. so. The new one, if you haven't watched the new one, you should watch it. It's so good. <laughs> I've never seen that show, but I have heard good things about it. I really love the old one. I can't say the old one was any sort of mastery in TV, but I really liked it. And I really <laughs> like the new one. I like the characters. I think they've done cool things with it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really like those depictions of aliens. I'm trying to think if I've read a So I read some <laughs> Jennifer Armentrout has a series with aliens in it that's essentially Twilight. But with aliens, it's a good time. I like that depiction. <laughs> Is it romantic? It's very. It's literally just Twilight with aliens, <laughs> and I might prefer it to Twilight. Um, 
by the way, are you going to read the new Twilight book? No. Sun? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Did. Didn't you read those other books? I did. I did. I think I'm past my Twilight years, mm. if you will. My Twilight time. See, here I was thinking Twilight was timeless and ageless. Oh, it really isn't. doesn't hold <laughs> up if you go back. Mm. Um, I agree that Independence Day is just a really good movie. It's just like that scene with Will Smith and um, Jeff Goldblum as they strut away. Oh, my God. The in explosion. the desert with their cigars. <laughs> Yes, that's just cinematic. That's like an iconic moment. After they've, and obviously if you've not seen Independence Day, spoiler, but this is after they inserted a <laughs> 90s computer virus into this sophisticated <laughs> alien ship. Yeah, that was how we defeated them, was with like a CD-ROM or something. Uh, such a good time. <laughs> um, One time... I went on a date with this guy, and I don't know how this came up, but he started talking about aliens, and he basically said that he thought aliens built the pyramids and all that. Oh, he was an ancient aliens, dude. Yes, and he thought that aliens walked amongst us, and I said, like, men in black, and he said yes. I mean, okay, I have a question about this, but let's let's start with ancient aliens. Also, the movie Contact is really good. I'm going to throw that out there. Yes, that one was so good. But anyway, Ancient Aliens. I don't know. I I think a lot of the people who are like, Ancient Aliens are a little nutty. But I'm not saying at some point people didn't show up. Right. Just that show is just so... I haven't seen a whole episode, but seen clips and they like... One of the talking heads is this guy with like crazy looking hair. Yeah. I know and you're, you're just like, about. how, yeah, are you a credible person? Like, I'm not sure. Uh, probably not. He's probably not because the History Channel has had a downfall and they don't actually teach us about history anymore. It's a little depressing. Yeah, true. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not opposed to the idea that life from another planet came down here and was like, what's up? Mm-hmm. That's like the whole, it, have you seen Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> no. Okay, I don't want to ruin it for you. You should watch it. It's maybe one of the top 10 best shows that's ever been on TV. I will stand by that. What? Yes. Yes, hmm. you should watch it. But anyway, the end of that really being, brings into question how we evolved to be what we are. And you could Mm. maybe make the argument that aliens, like, landed here at some point, and that's how we got to where we are. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if our government is hiding from us. I 100% think they are. I don't know what, but I guarantee you something. (laughs) Have you heard about... um, his name, I looked it up before we started talking, Paul Hellyer, who was the former Canadian Minister of National Defense. Yeah, he was the one who was basically like, yeah, they're real. Yeah, we're hiding it from you. Yes. He was like, they're real. But the more I was reading about him, the kookier he seemed. Because <laughs> I read one thing where he said that a couple of them came, went to Las Vegas dressed as nuns and did shopping. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay, I don't know. I mean... 
If they were, it's kind of like the situation of, is it an Independence Day situation where we have them hidden in a lab and we have their ship and whatever? Or is it more a Men in Black situation where we know about them? Also a good movie. And they come (laughs) visit and we just like, it's controlled visitation, if you will. I think if I were the president or the emperor of the world and I knew there was aliens... I might keep it a secret because I think otherwise people would just freak out. Yeah, I don't really, the situation we're in now has really taught me that as a general population, we really can't be trusted to do anything. We can't handle the truth. No, at least not in the United States. I think other places can handle the truth. Apparently we cannot. Yeah, it could be like, um, do you watch Star Trek at all? I watched Star Trek Discovery, the new one. I've seen a little bit. I've seen episodes here and there, but um, Star Trek First Contact is basically all about how humans, like the first human who made it out there and made contact, and basically the aliens wait for that before they start really interacting with us because we're like ants to them. Oh, yeah, that's the rule on Star Trek, right? That you can't interfere or like communicate with a civilization that has not reached out first. Right, mm-hmm. or a, like achieved warp, as they say it. Yeah, that's what it was. You have to have achieved warp to understand that there is life outside, whatever. Yeah, which I think makes sense because if there are lots of life forms out there, it's like, you know, why are you going to go bothering insignificant ones? Yeah, like let evolution take its own path, mm-hmm. if you will. That's mm-hmm. another great one for aliens is star trek i used to really (laughs) hate star trek let me say because both my parents are trekkies my dad more than my mom but they both love star trek and i have a very scarring childhood experience (laughs) like big time my mom was pissed at my dad they took me to see what is the one star trek nemesis with the Uh with the borg Yes, the Borg are so scary. Yo, the Borg gave me, (laughs) and I must have been, when did that movie come out? Do you have a computer in front of you? Hang on. When did, Um, uh, well, I think I was at least 10 when I saw that. And it gave me nightmares for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks that the Borg were just going to come take me, take over my mind. I was going to become a machine, one of the hive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's right. The Borg are really scary because they are machines, but they're also part of the hive mind, which is Mm -hmm. also really scary. And I never, even as an adult, really, I was like, are they alive? Are they not alive? Like, how did they come to be? Because to be Borg, you basically have to be taken over by the Borg, right? And then I was... Yeah, but you're a person, like, before that. Yeah, so I'm like, where did the first Borg come from? And then, can you Mm. be born a Borg? Or is it only, like, they take over other things? (laughs) There were some really awkward episodes of Star Trek where Data basically had sex with the Borg queen. Yeah, Data also. (laughs) So, if you've watched Star Trek Picard, which I've watched, like, half of... um, I oh it came out in 2002 so I was hmm. older no this must you're, you're probably like 30 <laughs> <laughs> and having nightmares about the Borg maybe I'm thinking of the wrong star I'm thinking of the wrong Star Trek movie it's not Nemesis it's not Nemesis is with the Romulans 
Nemesis has, um, or is that the one with Tom Hardy in it? Like a young Tom Hardy who's like the fake Picard. Well, now I have to figure out which Star Trek movie gave me nightmares. Oh gosh, this is going to trigger Is it trauma. In- Insurrection? Let's see, let's see. No, I've not seen that one. I'm on Wikipedia, everyone. <laughs> Trying to figure this out. Oh, the Prime Directive. That's what it's called. The whole thing where you don't talk to people who haven't achieved warp. (laughs) I don't know, dude. Oh, it's really going to embarrass me if I was like 15 and having nightmares about. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. This is probably not that long ago, but you just buried it in your subconscious because you couldn't deal. I'm going to have to... (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask my mom because she was so mad that my dad took me to see that. Your dad will be what? She was 18. I feel like it must have been. It was either first contact or insurrection. I don't know because I watched Picard, and to prepare for the show Picard, I just watched all the episodes that were recommended, which are basically all the ones about data. Yeah, I tried to watch Picard and got like halfway through and I was very confused. I didn't understand really what the situation with the Borg is or the Romulans or anything. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's why I like studied first. But I will say I really enjoyed the episodes that I did watch because I feel like they're very character driven and they delve into like themes and messages Mm -hmm. about humanity, which I really like. Yeah. I like Star Trek Discovery because you really don't have to understand anything to watch it. Like, you don't mm-hmm. need a background. You can just watch it. I really like what I've seen of Star Trek, but just the, like, Romulan and Vulcan-like hair, I think, needs to be changed. Well, it's they, just not. It's dated. They've changed it so many times, too. If you look at different iterations of Star Trek, they look different in every single one. So just that like bowl cut with the heavy bang. I just can't take them seriously. It was first Even contact. Like a... <laughs> I found it. So okay. It was first... That's the one I've seen. I was only, I was nine. So it's okay. It's okay. I was nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First contact was, I think I've seen just first contact and I forget the title, but yeah, the one with Tom Hardy where he's Nemesis. basically the evil Picard. Nemesis. Yeah. That one. Well, it's just a Star Trek podcast now. (laughs) It's just so good. It it is. I like something that has a lot of world building, which Star Trek has gone through. So much world building. It's kind Mm -hmm. of like Harry Potter in that regard. It took a life of its own. Yeah, I was. um, I used to work at a library and there's this like 20 something guy who would come in who is obsessed with Star Wars so he'd always be talking about it. And I asked him, have you ever watched Star Trek? And he was like, no, no way. They're very different. And I was like, well, you're, I told him you're allowed to like both. Just because you like one doesn't mean you can't like the other. It's like a very competing fandom, which I think is interesting because Star Trek to me is science fiction, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. Star Wars is science fiction. Star Wars is fantasy. Star Wars definitely has more of the, like, magical element to it with the Force and stuff. Well, and it's, like, Earth's not in it. There is no Earth. 
it's like a completely different universe yeah so i i always thought star wars was fantasy and star trek is science fiction which people like to group mm-hmm. together they're not the same thing they're not the same thing no they're not i mean they're kind of like cousins i'd say agreed agreed like they both have fantastical elements but I think science fiction has a lot of basis in technology and things like that, whereas fantasy is more dragons and magic. And Yeah, Star Wars is a fantasy that takes place in space. Yes. So they don't talk about, like, warp or oh, we, light Well, they speed talk about warp or... speed, but that's just the speed you go at when you're going through space. <laughs> In the Millennium yeah. Falcon, as one do. All right, next question. We already talked about, well, my next question was, would an advanced civilization have any interest in us? But we already talked about that. Um, what would you do if you met one and you were pretty sure that it was an alien mm-hmm. and you consciously were aware it was an alien? Um, I don't think I'd be a good first representative of the human species. Oh, <laughs> I'd be terrible. I'd probably scream. And then, I don't know. I guess it wouldn't depend on, like, intent, too. Does it seem like the alien... Did the alien just save my life via Roswell? Or did the alien just try <laughs> to murder me via Independence Day? It's a very different, you know, reaction. I think I would be very nervous because... I think, I don't know, I'd be scared of either being taken away to the insane asylum or the government coming and locking me up, Mm -hmm. or I might just pull an E.T. and keep it a secret in my closet like a pet. If you told me you met an alien, I would believe you, for the record. That was going to be one of my questions. I think we've talked about this before. This is one of those things I think about and always ask people where I'm like, would you believe me if, Mm -hmm. and I think I would believe you if you told me that you saw an alien remember when i thought i saw that ufo no have i not told you this i don't think so okay this happened fairly recently and when i say fairly recently i mean in the last year so i was driving like very close to my house like i was almost home and i looked up and you know what those stealth bombers look like they're like black Mm -hmm. and they just kind of glide i Mm -hmm. thought i saw one of those and so I looked up, and, I, and it wasn't going very fast. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I turned a corner, and it was gone. It was just gone. Okay. Um, one time I saw, like, a really bright light in the sky. And I, in the time I downloaded an app, there's apps where you can point it at the sky, and it tells you what star it mm-hmm. is or constellation mm-hmm. or whatever. And the time I did that, it was gone. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't think it was a UFO, in, outside of the fact that it was unidentified, and I didn't know what it was. <laughs> in that sense, it was entirely a UFO. If you told me, like, you saw an alien or interacted with an alien, especially if you were like yourself in every other way, yeah, I would believe you. Yeah, if I was like, I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. I brought this up at a recent, like, family vacation, and both my sister and my husband were like, no, we wouldn't believe you. Really? Yes. 
Wow. Like, what if you weren't... Uh, <laughs> nothing else has changed about you. You're just this thing. That's what I said. I was like, what if I maintained until my dying day and nothing else was ever off about me? This and they're just like, I don't know. Like, okay, I just finished recently watching the reiteration of... Oh, what is that show? Cold, not Cold Case. Something Files. It could be Cold Case Files, the new one yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they had the one about mm-hmm. the... the Or Unsolved Mysteries. Yes, that one. Um, uh-huh. And they had one about the UFO sightings in, I think it was Massachusetts, where lots of people saw it. Mm-hmm. And, like, their stories were corroborated with each other and all of these things. I, I just feel like sometimes you have to believe people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that brings to my next question. There are... <laughs> There are a lot of people who think they were abducted by aliens. What do you think that is? You know what? I was listening to a podcast called Radio Rental, and there was a story on there about this guy and his girlfriend who both had, it sounded like an alien abduction. There were gaps in their memories, mm-hmm. and when they would come to, they are in different places. But there are two of them, mm. which makes it, I feel like, more... Likely. It's either that or, like, carbon monoxide or, like, something weird is going on. I just... There's such a prevalence of those stories, but they're all so similar, and I feel like, at this point, I'm like, is it just a cultural thing where... I I don't know. I don't... I just... I don't think they're all alien abductions. They can't be. I read um, a statistic somewhere. I don't remember what it was, so take this with a grain of salt, but that... People who claim to be abducted by aliens also experience sleep paralysis at a higher rate. Well, I, as we know now, mm-hmm. I experience sleep paralysis at a very high rate, and I have never felt like mm-hmm. I've been abducted <laughs> by an alien. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe aliens are just some unexplained like brain phenomenon. Well, that's the thing, too. I think about this sort of thing a lot. So, we as people like to excuse a lot of things. It's like, oh, it's just brain chemistry or, you know, it's your brain playing a trick on you. But I'm like, what if that is just how you experience these things? Like it messes with your brain on purpose and that's how you experience it. So it mm. it doesn't mean your brain isn't having some sort of chemical reaction. It just means there's more to that chemical reaction than we want to say there is. Mm-hmm. Because there are people, TikTok has led me down this. I don't know what I liked that TikTok decided these were the videos <laughs> that I needed to see. But I've been seeing a lot of starseed people. Do you know what Oh. Is? Okay. No. Explain that. So I only cursory looked it up. But it seems like it's people who believe they are the souls of aliens on our planet. And they're here to, like, observe or whatever, and I was reading how should you know if you're a starseed people, and all of the characteristics were basically like, you don't feel like you fit in, you feel like you're not a part of this, and all these things where I'm just like, that sounds like a psychological disorder, but maybe that psychological disorder is just how, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's also people who believe that there were, and this I love, if you've ever seen Fringe, Fringe kind of circled this idea but that 
we're like a secondary or third generation like civilization of people like we're not the first ones on the planet like there were other ones that Mm -hmm. went extinct and then evolution happened again and we came about again um Mm -hmm. and that some people think that they're the souls of past and that like aliens intervened so Mm -hmm. i don't know it's like a whole thing i fell down a hole and i was like okay it's very new agey every definition of the word new agey is pretty much what it is yeah i'm not sure what to make of that i don't know what um they would be trying to achieve just like check it out i guess see what's what (laughs) it's kind of like um do you ever watch third rock from the sun oh my god i loved that that show was a gem (laughs) i haven't thought about that show in such a long time oh is it on netflix I don't know. I remember it being really funny. I'd be curious to rewatch it and see if it's as funny. It as was I hilarious. Remember, and as like mm-hmm. when we were, that was on when we were like twelve or thirteen. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, mwah, uh-huh. <laughs> with, his, with his long hair. Yeah. I think they were. Their whole thing was. I think they were just observing us and mm-hmm. reporting to someone for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's like, I don't know. Though it sounds kind of sad, though, if you. If you're someone who feel like you you've never fit in mm-hmm. you're an alien <laughs> yeah like oh i just must not be human because i feel like i don't fit in it's like people looking for a reason yeah why they don't fit in i don't know it was like i was reading sad. it and i was getting progressively sad but i don't want to say that it's not like a thing because i don't know i don't know I obviously don't know everything. As people, we can't know everything, even though some of you would like to pretend that we can or that you do. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. It'd be, I think it'd be fun. It would be fun if it was a thing. Okay, so I looked up the Wikipedia page for star people. <laughs> and it's Ooh. a concept from ancient cultures of the world of fringe theory introduced by Brad Steger in his 1976 book, Gods of Aquarius. It argues that certain people originated as extraterrestrials and arrived on Earth through birth or as a walk-in to an existing human body. It is a variant of the belief in alien-human hybrids. There are many different beliefs as to the origins of star people or star seeds. The term star people was taken from an existing Native American spiritual concept. Now that I'd like to read more about. Hmm. I don't like it when Wikipedia reference something like that and there's a link, but the link just takes me to the Wikipedia article about indigenous peoples of America. It's not, <laughs> that's not what I wanted. <laughs> there's a lot of them. <laughs> so, yeah. It seems like it's really it hasn't been around that long, this like thought process. Pardon me. I feel like I'm less inclined to believe that and I'm trying to figure out why. I think it's really hard, like I said, like to separate the psychological from the, which is a lot of things when you talk about fringe ideas about anything. A lot of people think apparently they're from the Pleiades, which I guess is a, I don't know, thing in space. (laughs) I like that I'm talking. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of that. It's an open star cluster. Okay. This is one of those things, though, where I also am, like, talking about this, and space is on my list of things that I really don't understand. So, it's... I guess I just feel like if that was a thing, wouldn't there be more evidence of aliens and 
general. Probably. I guess unless, like you said, they're like being stealth for whatever reason. But again, I just don't know why. Like, what are they? What could they possibly want to learn from us? I know. (laughs) I feel like we're boring. And then, oh, gosh, I was talking to my mom about this. She got really mad. As she does whenever (laughs) I like present an outlandish theory and then defend it. (laughs) But what if it's okay? (laughs) So, you know, at the end of Men in Black, when they have the marbles and the earth is in a marble, Uh what if it's like that? So what if we are just like pawns in some aliens scheme and we're just tiny and our perception of size is all wrong and really we're just tiny and we're in this big aliens game of marbles what if we are the bacteria on something else? That really... <laughs> <laughs> you took my breath a little away a little bit with that question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it's all relative, right? Yeah, like, like, what if I'm like a flea? Mm-hmm. Or it's like, Horton hears a who. What if I'm a who? What if I'm a who? I feel like that needs to be in the description for this episode. Ooh, that can be the title. What if I'm a who? But yeah, I've often thought about, I think, like, the earth is almost like a human body, and we are, like, bacteria. Oh, for sure. We are 100% bacteria on the earth. We're lice on the surface of the earth. (laughs) Ugh. And we just think we're intelligent and important, but that's because we only see things from our perspective. Oh, really blowing my, not- my mind right now, friend. <laughs> what if there's life on planets really close to us, but we just can't like perceive them? Well, it's like that Paul Hellyer guy said. He thinks that there's aliens on Venus and Mars. Like people are always like, well, there's no water. I'm like, what if it doesn't need water? Haven't they found underwater rivers, basically, or ice on Mars now? I think so. Also, like you were saying earlier, what if they, yeah, they don't need water. Like, it always makes me really mad when they're like, well, there's no water. What if it doesn't need water? You don't know. Yeah. (laughs) You don't know them. You don't know me. Open your minds. (laughs) Well, I was um, watching, there's this YouTube channel called Kurzgesagt, which means like in a nutshell. Uh-huh. And they do like informational videos, but they're animated and they're like really good. And they do a bunch about aliens. And they were talking about basically a thought experiment where if there's another alien species and we look at our species, you know, we dominated our planet because we're aggressive and competitive. Mm-hmm. And we are territorial and we dominated and then we can go beyond our planet. So what if other aliens are the same way and they have those same characteristics, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's always the... There's a lot of film and things about aliens coming to Earth because they ruin their own planet and they need Mm -hmm. a new place to live. Yeah, and just like we wipe out forests because we want the trees we don't think about the animals there yeah and those aliens might do the same thing to us those for us to those aliens we might be like bugs so they're just kind of squishing for the resources yeah mm-hmm. well this has been a pleasant discussion <laughs> <laughs> i know it's like kind of depressing if you think about it too much or alarming i'm not gonna get over that bacteria question it's gonna haunt me 
Right. Like what if or it's kind of when I really think about if I'm in the Matrix, it really messes with me. I think I'd rather be in the Matrix though than be the bacteria on something. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Cuz if we're in the Matrix, what's controlling the Matrix? Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> What if we're just being farmed by aliens? Ooh, this is why sci-fi is um, scary. Like maybe when you die, it's just an alien being like, oh, time to take those resources. It's done. It's grown. Mm. Ew. <laughs> Ew. 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 Well, all right. I think that was a, uh, that was a constructive conversation. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we covered a lot. I learned a little bit. Yeah. I don't feel any more settled on any one topic. No, <laughs> not at all. What should we talk about next week? Um, should we talk about magic and witches? Oh, yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have, I have some feelings about it, and my feelings have like really peaked in a certain direction recently, so... I will do some more research, which is mainly watching TikTok videos. I love TikTok. Let me just say Mm. it's the best. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find this. Obviously, you found it already, but we're everywhere now. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. Please subscribe. Please. Please uh, leave a comment if it's available. We would love that. Do all the things. All the things. And have a lovely, lovely week. Bye. Bye.